Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis, second solo episode. I'm your hostess, Veronica Julia. And today is a very unique solo episode, and I promise this happened on accident, so it's actually my birthday. If you haven't checked out my social media, I'm sure I haven't shut the fuck up about it. I am one of those people that absolutely loves my birthday, and I have zero shame about it. So I know over the past couple of years, I've seen content on social media about people just dogging people that love their birthdays. And I'm here today to tell those people to absolutely F off (laughs) because you know what? I love my birthday and I think it's super important to celebrate yourself. And I don't think we allow ourselves to do that as often as we should. So today I'm going to be celebrating myself. I hope that you also celebrate yourself on your birthday this coming year. If it hasn't already passed for all my Capricorn kings and queens. So today I have a very interesting concept. It was actually given to me by my friend Jen. She's actually coming on the podcast at the end of the month. I'm so excited to have her on. She's like the branding queen and she listens to a ton of podcasts. She's an ex-fitness instructor, has so much energy. So stay tuned for that. However, We were just discussing how everybody kind of does the 26 things I would tell my younger self, blah, blah, blah. It's a little overdone. So she gave me the grand idea of a little something different with a little, it's a little twist, a little spicy. So before I get into it and what it is, just going about it, I wanted to point out that I cry on my birthday every single year. And if anybody can relate, I know how ridiculous it is, but I feel like sometimes we just set really high expectations for ourselves on our birthdays. I'm over it. I'm not doing that anymore. So this is also a comprehensive guide on how to not cry on your birthday because I think it's all about just celebrating another year of life, doing the things that you love, and being surrounded by the people you love. There's no reason to bring any bad energy into that. And like I said, celebrate yourself. So that was just my little tidbit for the start of this episode because last year I <laughs> I was actually in an Uber with my friend and her boyfriend at the time sobbing, <laughs> just sobbing. And it was over something so stupid. I look back on it and it's just not even relevant to my life anymore. Just remember to enjoy yourself on your birthday. Give yourself some love. Just go at it slowly. There's no reason to have to do all these things. Just do all the things that you love. I'm planning a birthday party for myself and it's tomorrow. So I'm having it at the Well and Wonder Yoga Studio slash dispensary here in DC. I know that sounds crazy. So it's like a boutique yoga like dispensary place. And it's where all the rich Georgetown moms go (laughs) get their weed. Which you're probably like, Veronica, why why the hell are you having your birthday party there? But I absolutely love Carol, the owner, and she's just actually a queen. So anyway, having it there, we're having an elevated like adult sleepover vibe. It's a PJ party. So we're not going to sleep there, but we're dressing in like silky, feathery PJs, whatever. And we're having this Moroccan style dinner. It's going to be like pizza and sushi and charcuterie. We're going to have PowerPoint night on their projector. We're going to play games. And it honestly just sounds ideal. I'm so over going to a loud club on my birthday and getting drinks poured on me. And whenever I like drink heavily on my birthday, it just never ends well. Like I, it always ends up in tears. So maybe this year it's time to cut that out and do something a little more you and a little more unique and creative. So if you want to steal my idea, feel free. Anyway, so instead of the 26 things I tell my younger self, blah, 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 
Today, we are going to talk about five of my favorite fashion trends from year 25. We're going to talk about five of my favorite restaurant finds, drinks, etc. that I had at 25. Five of my core memories from this past year. And then I'm going to move on to five ways I moved my body and really solidified my health journey. Five lessons that I learned. And then I'm going to leave you with one goal for us to all really look forward to. Also, I think it's so funny that my birthday is in January because I just finished all my resolutions and vision boarding and all of that. And I can reflect on my past year while also reflecting on my past age. (laughs) So I'm excited for that. Also, for those of you who are turning 26 this year or maybe an age that sounds a little scary to you, this is me telling you not to be worried. Age is a mindset. And I know some of you are rolling your eyes at me, but I was so nervous to turn 26. And over the past month, I've been telling all my friends that this is the year I decide to lie about my age, which is ridiculous. And I, again, I know some of you are just absolutely rolling your eyes to the back of your head, but it's a very intimidating year. I'm in my late twenties now. I remember looking back on my 17 year old self thinking, oh, that person's like kind of old, <laughs> whoever was 26 at the time. So I'm, I'm mourning 25. It was a really fun, transformative year, like I said in my first episode. And if you haven't listened to that, you can go listen. If you haven't listened to any of the past episodes, it kind of just explains what this whole podcast is about. And I know I'm new and it's fresh. So let's move on. I want to start with my five favorite fashion trends from age 25 or 2022. Number one, sustainability. This is huge. After starting my own small business and eco-friendly, sustainable company, seeing the whole manufacturing process from behind the scenes really gave me a different outlook on how I should be shopping. So we go through a manufacturer in New Orleans. It's a women-owned business, minority-owned business. There's maybe three women that work there. And seeing the hard work and determination that they put into our pieces and the love and the soul really makes me want to support other small businesses that I know have the same values. I used to be the ultimate Shein shopper, which I'm not proud of. After going through this whole experience and realizing how harmful that is for our environment, the whole fashion industry in general honestly is, and Before starting, Noah, I wanted to be sure that everything that we did contributed to a better earth along the way. So we also donate proceeds to nature organizations that are bettering our planet. And I think it's really important to, and not just to plug that, but I do think it's important to look for small businesses that are doing those things because I promise you, even the affordability and Maybe the style that you're shopping right now that might be contributing to mass production or harmful working conditions, you can find a sustainable small business that is doing those things and is at that price point that you want that you could be shopping from instead. And I know that sounds unreasonable or it sounds like it's a facade, but it's really not. I found this sustainable small business called Finesse.us the other day, and I bought a few things from them, and it's very affordable. I plugged them on my last episode too, but that's just an example. Like You can find like substitutions for what you're shopping. So this is your sign to stop shopping from Shein, wherever you're shopping from, that has really bad ethics because there is a dupe or some sort of substitution that you can find out there if you just do the work and research. Number two is high top platform Converse. Whenever Converse started making a reappearance this year, I know a lot of people never stopped wearing them and I love Converse. I just, I guess they were really, really trendy at one point and they probably got dirty. I threw them out and I just never got them again because maybe they weren't as like trendy, which I'm working on. I don't think I need to wear things that are just trendy all the time. Whenever I was in London, I saw the platform High Top Converse for the first time and I was freaking out. I was like, those are so cool because they're not just the traditional Converse that everybody's seen. 
they give you a little a little height. So I don't necessarily need that, but I love like a little like funky element. So high top Converse were so amazing and I need to wash mine. I have white ones and they're dirty as hell. So that is my reminder to wash my high top Converse. I love Sherpa. So I just got this aloe yoga bag on Black Friday. It's like originally $140. I got it for, I want to say 40-ish. It's so cute. It's huge. I can fit so much in it. I've been using it as a carry-on for air, like just all my travel. And it's been so helpful. It has so much space and it's so cute. I get so many compliments on it. I bring it to all my workouts. Sherpa furniture too. CB2 has the cutest Sherpa revolving chairs and I wish I could afford it because it's so cute. I want it to be my little desk chair, but yeah, I need a sugar daddy or something because I'm not buying that myself, but it's super cute. Moving on, boleros. If you don't know what a bolero is, it's like a shrug. So uh, it's knitted or whatever. Usually it's knitted. The ones I've seen right now are knitted, but has a little turtleneck maybe, and you throw it on over a top. And it's just like the top half of what a, like a long sleeve sweater would be. So I know that sounds crazy, but it's super cute to throw on on my workout set. So whenever I'm going to work out, I love throwing that on as like a little glam element. It makes me feel a little bit more put together. It's great for a chilly day. So if you don't want a full like chunky top or sweater, you can just throw on this bolero. It's It would save my life fall and winter. I wore my black bolero on top of everything. It also just like really makes the girls shine. <laughs> if you have a low cut top on, it just really emphasizes. It just like looks really sexy. And then the last one is triangle bikinis. So we did triangle bikinis for my swimwear lines collection this year. And I feel as if over the past couple years, the swimsuits I've seen are so ornate and complicated and elaborate to the point where when you're putting it on, you don't know what hole goes where. You don't know what string ties where. There's cutouts all over the place. It's just, it's too much. So we're going back to basics. And I absolutely loved our triangle bikinis. They're so flattering and they're so cute. We got so many compliments on them. And you can do so much with them. So triangle bikinis are in, and I am locking that in for 2023 too. So now, this is a fun one. Five restaurants or meals or drinks that I had in 2022 and my 25th year that I think absolutely rocked my world. Reigning in at number one, we got, of course, we have to mention this, Lardente's Dirty Martini. I personally think that that's the best one I've had in DC. I like mine a little different though. So I like mine a little extra dirty. I don't do gin. I do Tito's. I had a really bad experience with gin whenever I was younger. And I do dirty with blue cheese stuffed olives. If they don't have blue cheese stuffed olives, I usually don't get it. So if they're out, I'm ordering something else. It's just a preference. But it also is like a little cheese cloudy, which I don't mind. I kind of like that. It makes me feel like it's a meal, which I know sounds gross. But Lardente's Dirty Martini, so good. Extra dirty with blue cheese stuffed olives. You have to order it that way. Moving on, we have the bread pudding from Duck Duck Goose in DC. It's like croissant bread pudding. And being from Louisiana, we have bread pudding in every single restaurant. And for years, I did not like it. But that was before I had really, really good bread pudding. And over the past couple of years, I actually started this with my ex, but we started trying to find the best bread pudding that we could find. So this year, my mom was in town and we went to Duck Duck Goose and they had a croissant bread pudding. And guys, it is like sex in your mouth. It is so freaking good. If you're in DC or if you visit DC, you have to check it out. Also, I love Duck Duck Goose because it reminds me of the West Village or this really, really trendy spot in Paris or something. I don't know. It's really cute and modern and like tucked away and it's a smaller restaurant. So I absolutely love it. Go check it out. The next 
is, oh my God, I forgot about this place. If you have not been to Nina May in DC, that is by far the best restaurant that I've been to in the city. Their brunch is so good. Their dinner is so good. They have a seasonal menu and it's super quaint. It actually reminds me of the restaurant I'm going to mention next. I just love it. It's so good. The bread and butter. If you know me personally, my guilty pleasure is just bread with a big slather of butter. Like you can do no wrong. If I'm ever upset or angry, just hand me a platter of bread and like a big chunk of butter and I will go to town. But this bread, I don't know what they do to it, but it's just, oh, oh my gosh, now I'm thinking about it. I have to get it soon. It's so good. Go check it out. Nina May. Seasonal menu. So good. You have to get the bread and butter. So this next place that I want to talk about is Bijou in New Orleans. So I know a lot of you that are listening are probably not in New Orleans. Maybe there's some people from my past that are tuning in, but you have to go to Bijou in New Orleans. It's one of my favorite restaurants. My friend brought me there this year. I think it recently opened and we went for their restaurant week. So they are, it's a play on for tapas, but it's with a little New Orleans twist, a little bit of an elegant twist too. They have a little courtyard that's beautiful. I was sitting out there with a friend literally like two weeks ago over Christmas break, which is crazy to think about that we were sitting in a courtyard just pleasant in the middle of December. That is, if you haven't been to Louisiana, it's that's just how it is. But we actually had a waiter named Aloe Vera. <laughs> he was the shit. I loved him. We wanted to like go out with him after. He was showing us his potential suitors for that night. And he was just like sitting down with us because we just became besties. But I am not fucking kidding you. His name was Aloe Vera, which is the coolest name ever. But also what? I love New Orleans for that reason. And anyway, go to Bijou. So good. Great drinks too. Coming in last, it's not last, but last but not least, is Grazinona. Grazinona in Midtown Center in DC. You have to go if you haven't been. It's totally worth it. I know a lot of people are saying it's overrated. I think that they're full of shit because it is so good. I'm getting like so fired up. <laughs> I forget how much food like really just puts a fire in me. But you have to get the drunken love pizza. It's a must. And I would split that with somebody. And then I would get the vodka pasta. Oh my God. That is so good. It is delicious. I've seen a lot of people not ordering that. And if you're going, that is a must, must order. You have to get it. So. Moving on to the next little bucket, we have five core memories. So saddle up. The first is Miami Swim Week. That was just a huge bucket list thing for me, a huge accomplishment for me, even just going. We were invited to do a pop-up shop for Noah at the SLS Hotel, which is like super famous in South Beach. So that was just an honor in general. I met some really, really cool small business owners that are in the swim industry too. And, you know, we've really gotten to know each other and helped each other out, which I really appreciate. Again, I think a lot of people look at the fashion industry as this really competitive, snarky world, but I've met some really kind, generous, and helpful people along the way. So that was just such a blessing for me. That was just a huge goal. I never in a million years thought would happen, but it's crazy what happens whenever you manifest and whenever you put your mind to it. That was crazy because we weren't even showing, but I got to sit front row. Like I got multiple photos with Getty images. What the actual hell? <laughs> it felt so cool. I had like a little celebrity moment. And meanwhile, nobody knew who I was. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. And I got to go on the Getty website and I was on there and my name was on there. Some girl asked me for my first and last name so that they could put it in the copy so weird. But we saw a lot of reality TV stars. I saw the guy from Temptation Island. That's the show. There was this guy, Evan, and he was the villain of season one. It was him and Casey. They were dating at the time. And he straight up... So if you haven't watched Temptation Island, it's basically a show where couples that may or may not be having problems 
go on to the show and they separate the guys from the girls. And then they bring in a bunch of different men and women into each house. So the guys that are in relationships are just in a house full of girls. And then the girls that are in relationships are in a house full of guys. And they don't get to see each other. They only get to see like little snippets of what's going on each week. And it's honestly really cruel because they show them really bad edits. So these people think that they're either like cheating on one another or whatever. But anyway, this guy, he was just terrible. He ended up leaving his girlfriend at the end for this girl he had just met and just had no sympathy. It was... Anyway, I saw him at the one hotel. I was staying there and I kept running into him. So I guess he... Maybe I shouldn't say where he lives, but I think he lives there. So anyway, if you see Evan from Temptation Island, he it's probably at the one hotel. Anyway, I kept running into him. Super weird. Then we saw a guy from Love is Blind. He was the one who, I can't remember his name, but he was the villain, not this past season, but the season before. And he was with that like beautiful Indian woman. And he was horrible from what I remember. If you remember his name, send me a DM. We can chat about him. But yeah, we saw him and we were like, oh, no. (laughs) Yuck. (laughs) So saw a lot of very interesting villains from reality shows, which was interesting. There's also another memory that I have in here about seeing a reality TV star. So I don't know why that was such a big thing on the forefront for 2022. So also in Miami, shout out to my business partner, Carter from Noah. He really just let loose in Miami. He is such a workaholic. So seeing him just have the time of his life was so enjoyable. We got this promoter to meet us at the W Hotel. And then there was this guy that was claiming to be like Justin Bieber's producer. He was showing us his like millions of followers. We were like, okay, we're in Miami. Like, I guess this is normal. They bring us to Mr. Jones in Miami, this massive club, which I had never been to. And there's people on little tiny cars, like in the sky, like going into this pool. There's like girls in bikinis. Like it was the... It's the most like ridiculous Miami thing I've ever seen in my life. And Carter is just living. He's dancing. Everybody loves him. We had such a hard time telling the promoter that we had a guy with us. And the minute they saw Carter, he's like tall, model. They were like, oh, he's in. They liked him better than they liked us. They completely forgot about us. They were living for Carter. And they were like taking videos. They were saying that they were going to get him famous. It was, it was so funny to watch, but super fun. Okay, next core memory. I guess this one's a little sad, but falling and having that vasovagal moment in New York where I was having convulsions. I know I told this whole story on my TikTok and Instagram. So for those of you that have never heard about this, I had this accident in New York this summer. I was leaving the house, my friend's house, to go to a facial of all things. And I fell down the stairs. I like twisted my ankle. I got up. I was fine. And I kept walking, walked out the door. And by the time I got out the door, I like started feeling really faint. And I ended up falling forward, face forward, passing out and hit my face. I had like cuts all over my face. I hit my head. This pedestrian found me. And then I woke up like convulsing. It was really, really scary. Anyway, so I had a a facial of my own. (laughs) The, The ground, the pavement gave me a facial. But being in like an ambulance in New York, and going to a New York hospital, that was that was an event in its own. That was, I felt like I was in a movie. It was very unfortunate, but it was, it was very interesting. Definitely something that stuck with me over this past year. So yeah, this is just another sign to remember that our bodies are super fragile and freak accidents happen. My poor roommate, Natalie, also had an accident in New York. In December, she broke her arm ice skating, so she also had the New York hospital experience. It's not fun. This is a learning lesson for everyone to just remember to be thankful for healthy, able bodies. So another core memory was meeting some of you guys that recognize me from social media. I feel really weird talking about this, honestly, because I'm just like a normal person. Like, I'm really fucking weird and like whenever I go out with my friends and we just like go out on the town going full force I am a maniac (laughs) so seeing some of you at the bars was so fun and I think I may have traumatized some of you (laughs) 
whether that was like taking a shot or I was dancing on a chair or a table or whatever, getting behind the DJ booth, getting behind the bar. I, I really just get after it whenever I'm out, especially in the summer. It's I come out to play. But recently I've met some of you guys at workout classes. I had this really sweet girl named Carly come up to me at SoulCycle the other day and she just gave me some really, really sweet compliments. And I met her mom. Her mom saw my videos too. <laughs> so it was just super cool to like see. It, it's really validating, if I'm being honest. It's It makes me feel like what I'm doing isn't just for shits and giggles. It's you guys are getting value out of it and you're going to the restaurants I'm recommending or you are getting some sort of inspiration or motivation from my content. So meeting you guys was so cool this year. I still feel really weird that people like recognize me in public here, but it's super cool. I think I think it's definitely my little celebrity moment and I'm here for it. So if you see me out and about, please come say hi. I would love to talk with you. I'd love to chat. I'd love to be friends. Okay. So 2023 is the year of long, luscious, healthy hair. And let me tell you how I do it. The secret recipe is a thing called Well Bell. And this doesn't go for just my gals. This is for my guys too. And gals, if you're listening and you have a guy in your life that needs some help, I know just the trick. Well Bell is a supreme hair, skin, and nail supplement. And I've seen major results. If you head to my Instagram, at Veronica Julia, that's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-D-R-O-U-L-I-A, click on my highlight titled Well Bell and get ready to see some freaky, woo-woo, crazy magic. This supplement absolutely changed my life. And I am the first to tell you that I know how it feels to feel insecure when your hair is damaged, when it's breaking off, when it's balding. I was experiencing all of that. So if you're interested in partaking and being a part of the club, you can use code Veronica10 for a single bottle on their website. That's W-E-L-L-B-E-L.com. You can use code Veronica10 for 10% off a single bottle. But I recommend the subscription because I didn't start seeing results until after two to three months. And guys, I left town for Christmas and I left my bottle at home. I saw the difference. Consistency really is key. And whenever I wasn't taking it, I noticed that my hair wasn't as soft. It wasn't as shiny. It wasn't having that well bell glow. So if you want a subscription, use code VeronicaSub10 at checkout. That's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-S-U-B-10 at checkout. And all you have to do is head to wellbell.com, select the items that you want, and use code VeronicaSub10 at checkout for 10% off. So next is rebranding my business and starting this podcast. So I rebranded my business content confidant. I had like a picnic party with some influencers and friends at my house. It was super fun. (laughs) Got a little messy. I'm not going to go into detail, but it was super fun to celebrate that and just see how far I've come in my career. I think Whenever I first started Content Confidant, which is my social media agency, I actually teach women how to start content creation brands or digital brands, product or service base from the ground up. And I think whenever I first started, there was such a comparison issue for me. I was always looking at people that were doing similar things and wondering why I wasn't there yet and I was doing everything wrong. And It's such a trial and error process, and I know everybody says that, but I remember telling myself, you cannot compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 100, and now that I've skipped through a few chapters, not skipped, but read through, experienced the journey of a few chapters, I can really proudly say that I'm really confident in my abilities as an entrepreneur and as a female business owner. I feel like 2023 is just going to be an expansion of that. And I'm going to save the podcast goal for the end. So make sure you're you're staying in. You're staying locked in. You're locked and loaded. So the last one for core memories is New York Fashion Week. I know we have a lot of fashion weeks, business, all that. This was a really business-oriented year for me. But that doesn't mean business can't be fun because I do think what I do is fun. Anyway, 
One of my best friends, Olivia, and I, she was the one whose house I was staying at in New York, too. So a lot of these involve Olivia. But Olivia is absolutely the most hilarious person that I know. Like, just truly, deeply hysterical. And I brought her to New York Fashion Week with me as my guest. I was there as a designer, so I got to be in, like, the VIP section, which was super cool. That was the beginning of my year. It was around Valentine's Day last year. And we had a squad, a squad— it was me, Olivia, DC's number one rated drag queen, Bomba. Bomba, if you're listening, I fucking love you. <laughs> we were with Bomba literally all night. Bomba was the life of the party and truly a core memory. <laughs> and most of it is due to Bomba. I'm not going to lie. We had Gamza, who was one of the models. She joined our squad too. This was at the end of the event. <laughs> And we somehow rallied up this squad. I give Olivia a lot of props for this because she just, also, Olivia is literally a scientist. She is a scientist and is not associated with the fashion industry whatsoever. So anytime people would come up to her, they'd be like, oh, like, what do you girls do? I'd say I was a designer. Olivia was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a scientist. And they were like, what, the, well, what are you doing here? Anyway, she was such a treat. Everybody loved her. She was the star. So it was me, my friend Olivia, Gamza, one of the models, who is a star, and then Bamba, the queen. So we all went to the after party together. There was another, like, group of us. I just, I don't remember everybody's names. So us as a collective went to the after party together, and we saw none other than Peter from The Bachelor. Yes, as in Pilot Pete. And he was really nice. We actually, I bought him a shot. It was me, him, and Olivia talking. <laughs> and Olivia, he, he goes, so what do you do? And she says, oh, I'm, I'm a scientist. She goes, what do you do? He goes, I'm a pilot. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. Anyway, next thing we know, you will never guess who was also there with him, shows up out of nowhere. His mother, Barb. Barb was at the Fashion Week after party. So it was me, Olivia, Peter, Barb, and her sister. And we're all sitting at the bar, chit-chatting away, making all these connections and whatever. Barb's sister, Peter's aunt, is trying to set Olivia up with her son. <laughs> so <laughs> Olivia had the pot, like the potential to join the Weber family, and she really missed that opportunity. But I felt a little bad for Peter because... Anytime he was talking to, like, a really gorgeous model, his mom would tap him on the shoulder, butt in and say something. It was it was a whole thing. I'm not going to get into it, but definitely a core memory was New York Fashion Week and just the absolute absurdity of it. I got absolutely wasted, so there's not much else to tell, but it was one to remember. Five ways I moved my body or impacted my health this year. So this year, more than ever, I started experimenting with different types of movement and really challenging myself. So for a while, I would find a workout that I liked and I would just continuously do it over and over and over again until I get bored of it and then I move on to something else. In order to keep things interesting, I decided that each day I would do something completely different. And now I have this whole system. I just posted an Instagram reel on this. But Monday, I typically do yoga or strength training kind of depends on the week and what's available, what's going on. I love group fitness classes. I'm such a group fitness class whore, but usually it's like yoga or strength training at my gym. Then Tuesdays, I'll do some sort of like athletic conditioning. So something that's a little bit more high intensity, pretty much full body. Wednesday, I'll do Pilates mat, which I love mat Pilates. I never done it before and I swear it has completely changed my body. Not in a superficial way, I truly just feel stronger. I do feel more lean and I just feel really light and good. I think practicing good form and practice, 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 practice has made perfect for me. I've seen so much improvement in all the different moves that we're doing. And I go to the same instructor and same class every single Wednesday. So I love that I have that as a little routine and it really makes me feel good. So I've been loving that. Then Thursdays, I'll typically do like a berries class or something fun, maybe a soul cycle. 
Friday, I will do a long walk or yoga or something, kind of an active rest day. Saturday, I'll do, again, like a fun class. Saturday, Soul Cycle or a free people movement class or a free class that's going on in the area. It just depends. And then Sunday is my rest day. I typically don't like to work out on Sundays. Yeah, just experimenting with different types of movement and challenging myself, not being afraid to go to workout classes alone. I can promise you that I've made an entire fool out of myself at some workout classes before. Like today, I went to a free people movement class with my friend Lily. She was on episode three, so make sure to go listen to that. But she's so cute. She wanted everybody to count down with her at the end of this move. So we were all like, four, three, two. And I guess I missed the memo. I have no idea what happened, but I just screamed, what? (laughs) So loud. Nobody else does it. So I'm in the corner just like screaming bloody murder. (laughs) Anyway, nobody really paid attention. I swear, whenever you're in a workout class, people are only consumed with how they look and what's going on with them and if they're doing things right. So don't feel embarrassed to go somewhere by yourself. Or if you've never done a workout before and you're feeling intimidated, just do it and you'll get the hang of it eventually. Number two, soul cycle, obviously. <laughs> I feel like I cannot shut up about soul cycle. Even on, in all my TikToks, it's, I live at soul cycle. So Jocelyn's class, Kristen Gaines is great too. I've taken Christopher's class. He is such a hoot. There's so many great instructors. Anthony, I love them all. There's there's some that I am still needing to take. I haven't taken their class yet, but definitely check out Soul Cycle in DC or if there's a Soul Cycle in your area, check it out. Maybe just do one class to experiment and see what it's like because I like workouts like that. It's very like club vibes, like lights, candles, dark atmosphere, a lot of yelling, a lot of cursing, really good music. So. It might sound like hell to you, but I swear it's fun. It's like a big party. And I think it's important to find workouts that feel fun. Like it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like you are punishing yourself. You want to look forward to them. You want to feel excited when you walk through the door. And if you're scared or freaked out, maybe that's not the right workout for you. It's not filling your cup. Number three, I stopped drinking coffee on an empty stomach. I did this for years. The first thing I would do is wake up, have a cup of coffee, and... My stomach would feel absolutely terrible for the rest of the day. Be like doing twist and turns and somersaults. And I started eating first and making sure that I was having a nutritious meal before drinking coffee. Because before you drink your coffee, you need to make sure that you have alkalizing foods in your body or your digestive system is going to freak the F out. So this is your sign, if you're listening, to stop drinking coffee first thing. Maybe even just have like a little bit of fruit and then have coffee because it'll just treat your body so much better and your digestive system so much better. Number four, screen time breaks, which I feel as if we all struggle with. It is the 21st century. It is 2023. But making sure that you set out time to put your phone away, put your computer away, put your TV away, whatever. I like to do this every night. I put my phone in my bathroom. My bathroom is right next to my bed. So that's usually not an alarm issue for me. I can hear it, but I'll plug it in in my bathroom. And for the last hour of my night, I don't look at my phone at all. Don't look at my computer. Don't look at my TV. I read. And then usually that just puts me to sleep. But the next morning, whenever I'm doing my morning routine, I do not look at my phone first thing. I'll turn off my alarm and then I'll just go about my morning I'll do my skincare and then I'll eat breakfast, have coffee. And I promise you all of your notifications, texts, whatever can wait because I always feel so renewed and refreshed whenever I don't look at my phone first thing. Focus on you, prioritize yourself first thing. And then if you want to do like a little social media check, do that and then get to work. And I'm still working on this. I think sometimes I get trapped. (laughs) Sometimes I get on my phone and I start scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And that's what the app does. They trick you. I actually know this guy who works for an algorithm company. Like they create algorithms for social media companies. And he was telling me that they take into account everything that you do. So whether that's you looking at a video for a second longer than usual, or you make sure to go look at the comments, or maybe you click on their username, or maybe you're 
contact list is synced up to the app, they will start showing you content from people that you know. It's really, really weird. And I think it's important to take into account that social media is meant to be addicting. So when you notice, oh, I've been scrolling for too long and I am trapped. I I got looped in. I'm in the black hole. Snap yourself out of it. Put your phone down instantly and do something else because it's so, so easy to get stuck. The last one is prioritizing sleep. I feel like for a while there, I would schedule workouts at the ass crack of dawn, like five, six in the morning. And I thought that that was the best thing for my health. I usually go to bed a little later. I'm like an 11, 12 gal, ideally. So going to a 5 a.m. workout class does not give me enough sleep. Yeah, it might be good to move, but I think that sleep is the most important thing that you can do for your health. I started watching TED Talks every single day this past year. It was something that I incorporated in the fall. Whenever I'm drinking my coffee and eating my breakfast, I watch a TED Talk, whether it's like 10 minutes long, five minutes long, whatever. And I watched this one about sleep and how getting a lack of sleep actually is the most carcinogenic thing you can do to your body. So I've been prioritizing eight hours of sleep every night and I feel so much better. I, for a while there, was starting to feel really sluggish and brain fog was happening. And I think it was due to the lack of sleep. Also, sleep really messes with your eating habits. I was either eating not enough or eating way too much and just not feeling good. So this is your sign to prioritize your sleep. You know, those other things can wait. So I've been doing later workout classes or evening workout classes or even midday lunchtime workout classes. So do whatever works for you, but make sure you're getting enough sleep because that's important. So moving on to the five lessons that I learned in 2022 and age 25. I jotted these down on my phone yesterday and I have so many (laughs) written down. I actually wrote down like so many. So if you guys want me to do another episode on all of these, I totally can, but I'm going to read my favorites. The first one is there are going to be people that thrive off of you failing. Jealousy is real, even in your closest friendships. Surround yourself with people who want to see you do good things and don't make your achievements a personal issue. When people treat you badly, it's usually a direct reflection of themselves because you remind them or you trigger them off of a deep-rooted insecurity, aka hurt people hurt people. The next one is stop buying coffee every day. It's meant to be a treat. I had a coffee blurge this year. I love, love, love my slipstream Tahitian vanilla latte. And as good as it is, it's meant to be a treat. It's not something that's meant to be enjoyed every day. So my roommate has an espresso machine. So I stocked up on a lot of Nespresso pods and have been saving so much money It's like $7 for a coffee now. So $7 every day adds the fuck up. I looked at my bank account and was just appalled (laughs) by how much I was spending on coffee, where I could be putting that towards a business or towards something a little bit more productive. And obviously coffee is important and it's something that you can buy and use at home. So yeah, this is your sign to stop splurging on coffee every day. Use it as a treat. Treat yourself every once in a while. And yeah, you won't get tired of it either. It'll be you know, a reward system. So if you do something really good or accomplish something great, go for a walk, get yourself a coffee and you'll thank me later because too much of something is never a good idea. Okay. The next is overthinking and mind reading is a waste of time. Communication and being upfront about how you feel is 10 times better. I have this horrible habit of creating an anxious bubble inside my brain trying to predict how people feel or what they want or how they're thinking. And that is so unproductive. You never know. You never know how people feel, what they're thinking. You can't base your actions off of what you might be predicting or mind reading about someone. You need to just be communicative. So maybe if you feel that somebody is bothered by something you said or maybe somebody's angry with you, or maybe somebody's just annoyed with you about something that you're doing. Don't feel like you need to compromise yourself. Maybe it could just be like, 
oh, like, how does this make you feel? Or I want to make sure that we're equal, we're on the same page, and I'm not offending you or aggravating you or annoying you. So I've been maybe harboring a little bit of that. And I just want to make sure that we're good. You know, I think it's so much better to be like communicative about it instead of being like trapping yourself in this anxious cycle of, oh my God, and I need to do this to make sure that this person is happy or I need to say this to make them like me again. Or you know what? I, I don't know. Maybe this is just a me thing, but if this is something you struggle with too, send me a DM. I'd, I'd love to chit chat. Maybe we can have a little therapy session. Delayed decision-making. This is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned recently. I have this issue with overcommitting and saying yes to every opportunity or putting things on my schedule that just like aren't aligning with me. Or maybe I'm doing too much in one day or too much in one week and I need some downtime, I need some chill time, I need some time for myself, getting overwhelmed. I think delayed decision-making is so important. So let's say somebody asked you to go to an event or let's say somebody ask you to help them with something and do them a favor. Instead of saying, yeah, let's do it this day, this day, whatever, maybe you take a look at it, respond with, hey, yeah, let me check my calendar and I'll get back to you. And then check your calendar, see what you have going on, and then get back to them. Or maybe you're having a really busy season in life. What you can say if you really just don't have time for anything is, hey, I appreciate you so much for asking. I'm so busy right now with X, Y, and Z. I will let you know once everything kind of dies down a little bit, but I really appreciate the offer and let's hang out whenever whenever we can make it work for the both of us. Something like that. I think it's so important to, for a while there, I would always say, say yes, say yes, say yes. And I think it's important to an extent. I think if you feel overwhelmed or you feel as if you can't fill your own cup by saying yes to certain opportunities, it's time to really take into account delayed decision-making and see what you can balance and what you can actually handle. And then the last one, be a better listener. And this goes hand in hand with the law of attraction. So I was never a good listener. Remember I had this internship in DC and it's with the nonprofit sector. In my report, my review, I had really, she had great things to say about me. There was really nothing wrong besides this one thing. But there was a part that asked, where could Veronica improve? And she goes, listening, which is, made me feel so bad. I was like, am I not following directions or what's the deal? She was a little bit older, so I did go about things a different way from like a technological perspective. But anyway, she was right. I think I struggled for a while of really just listening and not making it so much about me and blah, blah, blah. So I really like to sit down now with people, ask them questions. People love to talk about themselves. So sit down with them, ask them questions. How are they doing? And truly, truly listen. Also, I have this terrible habit of whenever I'm on my phone, I cannot multitask. My brain physically cannot interpret what people are saying if I'm looking at something on my phone. I'm really trying to take that into account, put my phone away whenever I'm having conversations with people and truly be grounded in that conversation. So asking them questions, listening, and also not giving unsolicited advice. I think it's a Capricorn thing, but I also struggled with giving unsolicited advice. And I think that's something that a lot of people also might struggle with. I think advice is great and it's good if people are asking for it, but if you're just giving your two cents for no good reason, and I'm sure it's for a good reason, but if you're just giving your two cents for the hell of it or because you feel like it's the right time to do it, I think you really need to sit with that and think about other people and how they might interpret it. And yeah, I think making sure you're listening, stop giving unsolicited advice and just pay attention to what people need. Because when you're thinking about what you want to say to the person once they're done talking, you are completely zoned out from what they're actually saying to you. You need to let that thought go and think of it like a cloud and it just floats away. That's my idea. That's my way of thinking about it. So we're done with all of those things. We did 25 things that I reflected on on year 25. And now I want to leave you with a little bonus goal for me. And for you guys, for this podcast, I just want to have more conversations with you guys. And 
I don't want to set this lofty goal of I want to get 100,000 subscribers and I want to make sure that I have 100 reviews. And also, but I will say, if you do review this podcast, it helps tremendously. I don't have any reviews yet. So make sure that you have a little short review on Apple Podcasts that you can submit. It really, really helps. Anyway, but besides the point, that is not my biggest goal. But if you could do that, that'd be great. But my biggest goal is really just to connect with more of you and have some more conversations. I've had a few of you reach out after certain episodes and tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, if there's something that I can do differently, or if there's any advice that you could give me as a listener. It is so, so, so helpful. You have no idea. And I'm just letting things happen. I think it's really crazy what can happen when you allow yourself to be open to the possibilities and you connect with the right people. So I think connection is key. And I would absolutely just love to keep connecting with you guys. So as a goal for you guys, I would love for you to send me at least one message this year about one of your favorite podcasts you listen to on Martinis Bikinis, maybe one of your favorite guests that I've had on. Maybe it's something that I've said, something they've said that really resonated with you. But I would just love, love, love to hear your thoughts. And I answer my DMs. So please slide in. Please find me on Instagram. I would love to connect. And yeah, I'm really so fortunate for another year of life and to keep doing all the things I love, just being supported by all of my friends and my family and all the amazing people in my life. You guys, I truly feel like the luckiest girl in the world. So HBD to me, I'm going to go celebrate. So TTYL, bye. (laughs) Okay. So 2023 is the year of long, luscious, healthy hair. And let me tell you how I do it. The secret recipe is a thing called Well Bell. And this doesn't go for just my gals. This is for my guys too. And gals, if you're listening and you have a guy in your life that needs some help, I know just the trick. Well Bell is a supreme hair, skin, and nail supplement. And I've seen major results. If you head to my Instagram, at Veronica Julia, that's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-D-R-O-U-L-I-A, click on my highlight titled Well Bell and get ready to see some freaky, woo-woo, crazy magic. This supplement absolutely changed my life. And I am the first to tell you that I know how it feels to feel insecure when your hair is damaged, when it's breaking off, when it's balding. I was experiencing all of that. So if you're interested in partaking and being a part of the club, you can use code VERONICA10 for a single bottle on their website. That's W-E-L-L-B-E-L dot com. You can use code Veronica10 for 10% off a single bottle. But I recommend the subscription because I didn't start seeing results until after two to three months. And guys, I left town for Christmas and I left my bottle at home. I saw the difference. Consistency really is key. And whenever I wasn't taking it, I noticed that my hair wasn't as soft, it wasn't as shiny, it wasn't having that Well Bell glow. So, if you want a subscription, use code VERONICASUB10 at checkout, that's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-S-U-B-10 at checkout, and all you have to do is head to wellbell.com, select the items that you want, and use code VERONICASUB10 at checkout for 10% off. 